Is maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Radio show, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, and, and um, you know, for all the all, all the great debate moderators out there, Ebony Dixon has decided to let me uh, host the show. I have stepped down on this. That's one. right. I put my left to hope. There's nothing wrong with staying in your lane, knowing who you are and Shouts what you out. are capable of. Uh, of. Exactly, so Ebony. Anderson Cooper. It's a little darker. Oh, we're gonna make this happen, huh? It happened. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We we are talking about uh, Trump and Hillary part two. Who we got? Who well, first of all, we got Ebony Dixon in the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Cause she's what's, what's, what's your boy Ice in the building. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jay Will, and we've got special guests for this one. Yes, that's right. Got an S on the end. First of all, Mr. Antoine Seawright. Thank you for having me, concert. Welcome, yes, welcome. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And brother Q Sean. Yes, Jones sir. in the house. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Glad y'all could be here. Allow me to come. <laughs> Are y'all ready? Feel free to think freely. <laughs> right here, this is Do Life Big. I'm Jamie Grace. Free Thinkers uh, Radio. All right. To hear that little voice inside saying I came to give you
We back. Mm. Free Thinkers Radio, man. We are here to talk about the uh, the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start with the real elephant in the room now. Access Hollywood, baby. Yeah, man. Really, like Dave? Hollywood, that's what you baby. Got. I can't start like that. Oh, I ain't supposed to start like that. See, hey, Ebony said I can host the show. How about that? Huh? You can start like that. You, this See? is you. Get the huh? How about that? Let's business. get to the elephant. The elephant. There you go. That's right. Okay, so um, so first of all, before we get to uh, the reasons, um, because first I want I want to let everybody know that we're here to um to make sure that all all voices, all views are kind of represented in this in the in this conversation. Last week, part one, go back look at it. You should number one vote. Period. Period. There is no, there is no, I don't feel like, I didn't, I don't agree with, there is no such thing as that. Vote. Period. Man, you know what I'm saying? That's how that, that's how that works. You, you need, need some more specifics? Go back to part one. I want to say this. I want to make mm-hmm. this comment before we get into it. Um, right. I've been thinking about why people say they haven't, they are not voting or they don't know who to vote for. And it's really because a lot of people don't see a long-term life. Like, a lot of people thought they were going to get to a certain age and they had no plans afterwards. Right. So now, now actually looking at this election uh, election and the polls, it's like, this is going to last longer than we, this is going to last longer than what we thought we were going to reach. So are, are you talking about talking about people our age group? Just yeah, I think millennials, millennials have not been taught to think about the future. I mean, because I mean, mm-hmm. like this from standpoint, uh, growing wow. up. You know, the age thought was going to be it was the age yeah. twenty one. And most kids oh, in the hood, that. most kids in the hood thought twenty one was it. Yeah, if I make it to twenty one, I'm blessed. I'm twenty eight years old and realizing now I didn't know what twenty eight would look like. I ain't yeah, had no just, dreams of twenty eight. That shows how important social studies teachers are. Exactly, teachers and so history, that, history teachers. But that shows why most people because and the millennials won't vote is because they didn't see a long term view. Of well, actually, life. a part of it also is the fact that we kind of buy into what media has, ga- has given us on when it comes to that yeah. you know what I'm saying like truthfully if you think about it how do we believe that we was really going to die before you're 21 that's what we were told well historically people dying at age 65 and 75 and life expectancy is 75 but you see what I'm saying yeah. it's kind of a, a history thing you know what I'm saying and I think um, also it goes to some of the narcissism that kind of keeps uh, certain types of people yeah. from voting because you can't make a change by yourself you ha- you're going to need a collective right what do you what, what do you see? Here's the thing. I don't care if you're young, old, black or white, blue or brown, Tea Party, Coffee Party, Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. It really don't matter to me. There were people who came before us, the very shoulders that you and I sit and stand on today, right. who died, marched, were beaten, right. hosed down, yeah. dogs on them, just so that we can have a chance at the opportunity to vote. Then there were another people, another set of people who looked like me and you, who came along, who fought, and their fight was and struggle was so hard that they did not even get a chance to see the day to vote. But guess what? Now we have our opportunity to carry out the work and the legacy of what they fought and stood for. So when I hear people say, my vote don't count, I'm not gonna vote, I think it's a slap in the face to everybody who came before us. I think it's a slap in the face to your family members who never had the opportunity to vote because they weren't allowed to. So I think it's a slap in the face, and I think it's crazy. Look, the bottom line is if our vote was not important, I'm just speaking directly to communities of color right now. If our vote was not important, there would not be people in this country who don't look like us trying to take it away. Right. That's right? Complete, I all, agree. all around this country. 
particularly after the <coughs> historic election in 2008, there were people and there were laws put in place to limit our right to vote. And it has been said and ruled by many courts around this country that those laws were put in place to target communities of color and minority communities. Mm -hmm. So shame on anybody. Right. Now, I don't care who you are. Shame on anybody who do not want to exercise your God-given right to vote. It's real. That's yeah. real. Now I will now now here now here's the here's, here's the monkey wrench I got because I, I even though I fully agree with what you just said. Now I'll be honest though, um, of all the of all the civilizations that I know of, we might be the first ones that tried to put a political system together before we put an economic system together. Yeah. So like we we got we got to vote. And I think sometimes what people are having a problem with is the fact that their vote's not affecting the economics like it should. Well, well, well let me just tell you why their vote is not affected because we don't vote. <laughs> right, that's right. part of it. The, the politics really control the economic situation, right? If you remember, just going back to, to history, if you remember um, in 1992 to, 9, to 2000 during the whole Clinton administration, yeah. I mean, African-Americans, we've seen prosperity in our community, housing and so forth. Why? Because prior to that, it was... George Bush, the first Bush, and people were sick and tired, so they showed up to vote. And as a vote, as a result of their voting, we saw change happen in our community. So if we don't vote, yeah, the economic situation is not going to change. Right. I will we, we, find. I'm you. not sure what's going on with the music. <laughs> oh no, we're going, I will we're, find you. <laughs> we're talking to the vote by Jimmy, Jimmy Needham. Let's hold, hold it down for you, baby. That's right. We doing this. Me and Lenny. Just had to throw that that thought out there. You know. Been thinking about that since last week. You know what? Please, like, please, since please we, since we're free thinking, this is right. what I'm talking. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is what this is what frustrates me the most, particularly from our people. And I'm talking about people that look like me and you, pal. Mm -hmm. They say, look, under the past eight years, we have not done well. Black people have not done well, right? I hear that from a lot of people. Right. You, you look like you're yeah, one of the people who. Uh, well, let me I just tell you, the devil is a stunned liar, as my grandma would say. You know why? Because let's talk about what happened when people did not vote in 2000 and 2004. Mm. We got eight years of George Bush, and as a result of that, we had the worst economic situation we've had. It was a bottom line recession. Right. This president, the 44th historic president, the one who was elected by blacks, white, young, old, rich, poor, Republicans, Democrats, independent, this historic 44th president inherited a real mess. As a result of him inheriting a real mess, guess what happened? The auto industry turned around. Mm -hmm. The economy that was once sinking, record consecutive months hold of hold job on, growth. Hold on one second, hold on one second. Is it on me or you? Yeah, this uh, the song playing right now. We we're having a big conversation in here, but this next song playing is "Back from the Dead" by Skillet. Feel free to think freely. Keep going, brother. <laughs> go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do feel a certain way. I go. I go live. Be be hundred with you. Um, because when you talk about um, whether we vote or don't vote, you think about it. Only fifty five percent voted in the last election of the of the actual voter. You know what I'm saying? Voting age people, only 55% voted. And then before that, it was like 52%. I, I can't back that Not fact up, but it, it doesn't sound to be true. But I can't, oh, yeah. I can't, no, I, I can't I, back I'll, send, I'll send you the, I can send you, okay. I'll send you the link from the university. Okay. Um, that's all. That's all they do. They, 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 it goes all the way back. I'm, I'm not disputing you. I'm so just saying it, it's I, a it's a fluctuation. I will say this: um, that it feels the voting energy feels different. It, it does. Right? It, it, you're talking about now versus 2008. Now Absolute, versus 2008. Absolutely. Yeah. Because guess what? 
Hillary Clinton don't look like Barack Obama. And when the president ran in 2008, we were in a totally different situation. I just talked about the situation he inherited from President Bush. So it was a total, the landscape was totally, the political landscape was totally different. similar in, similar no, no, in no, a way. No, no, no. To those people who have problems, to those people who are not happy right now, it fit, they just want a change. They just want anybody but what's in there, which well, is the only reason that we well, can even well, consider Trump, well, right? Well, guess what? Those are the people who, in, in 2008, when the president had a Democratic leading Congress and Senate, mm. in 2010, those are the people who stayed home. And as a result, around this country, we had the worst elections for Democrats since since uh, since Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. We lost more seats than we have since Reconstruction in South Carolina. Let me just break down South Carolina since we're here. Mm-hmm. The gubernatorial race in which I was happily involved, happily supported Vincent Sheen against that time Representative Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. We lost by sixty thousand votes, the second closest race in the country, in a in the worst year for Democrats in the history of this country. We lost by sixty thousand votes that's seven vote for per precinct mm-hmm. there were over a hundred and some odd thousand unregistered non-white voters in that election keep in mind we lost mm-hmm. by six thousand right there were close to two hundred thousand registered non-white voters who just did not show up and they voted in the 2008 presidential election and mm-hmm. guess what happened as a result of that we now had Governor Nikki Haley, the same lady who refused to expand Medicaid for 300,000 working people, mm-hmm. the same lady who passed legislation limiting our right to vote. I can go on and on about her, but I don't want to make it about her because I want to put the responsibility on the people who complain, the people mm-hmm. who don't show up to the polls. That's their fault. So when you don't give the president help and you right. drop off in midterms, you can't say the president's not doing anything for you because it wasn't like this president has not put forth his agenda that would move communities of color forward. Mm-hmm. In Congress right now, there are bills to raise the minimum wage that would help communities of color going nowhere. In Congress right now, there are legislation that will redo our criminal justice system. Won't, won't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. In Congress right now, there are bills that would invest, have serious investments in infrastructure, not going anywhere. But let me tell you the bills that did go somewhere because it's a Republican-controlled Congress. Laws that limit the right to vote, those laws, they went somewhere. Um, Some of them. Some of them, right? Yeah, yeah, some of them. Well, well, yeah. Uh, Laws that would actually... I would just say things that prohibit communities of color from moving forward. Those are the things. 67 attempts to repeal Obamacare. Mm-hmm. They call it Obamacare because that's the uh, red meat racial rhetoric that they like to say to make it about the president. I call it the Affordable Care Act. 67 attempts to do that. That's the agenda they have pushed. Everything the president has wanted to push, mm-hmm. they've pushed back. So shame on anybody who talked about what this president hadn't done. What have they not done? How many times have uh, they voted right. in local elections? So um, you said, what have they not done? So yeah, first, first of all, just, just make sure you know that we... Um we actually absolutely know uh, that the president is limited in what he can do absolutely. in the role of the president. Well, you have to remind. And we people. haven't, um, you know, we're, we're not. We haven't been here bashing the president at all. We're talking about sure um, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Secretary of State. Absolutely. You know, my candidate. Right. Yeah. That's good. We're talking about her, and we're talking about Donald J. Trump. Absolutely. Right. So, um, so yeah. As far as the people who are not happy, that's why they want a change. You got to think about it. If he was okay. If you went from two two periods of Reagan led to Bush Senior, that takes a very high favor, favorability rating, though. We you don't see that very often. You don't see three terms of the same party very often. That's anyway. why this election is going to be historic. You see, 
So, yeah, I mean, obviously, because, um, you know, I, I, some things we're going to talk about in some other segments. But, yeah, I mean, sure. you got a good you got a, you got a good dog to run against because he's silly. Who, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I mean, well, well, anybody he, who can. He's, he's silly because people give him that attention. They give him the ability. They, they, they give him the ability. Listen, in no other place, in no other sane society in this world mm-hmm. would Donald Trump even be a thought to be the leader of the free world. Well, see, the media gives him a platform. But I'm going to say this. One thing Donald did that no other pol- political party has done is they appealed to poor white people in America, which that's a, a class that's not really dis- talked to. He, he, he appealed to people who are angry at the yeah. process and at the system. Yeah, These absolutely. are people who have set out elections in the past. It's almost like, you remember in 2008, where we had all these people popping up who never voted before? Yeah. Every Junebug and Pookie <laughs> I knew who never voted in election, never cared. They were standing in line waiting because there was some new change figure that showed up. Mm-hmm. It was It's the reverse that happened this yeah. time. Yeah. Here's, here's the only difference. President Obama was qualified he put forth a plan so he brought people to the table donald trump just bullet his way through the primary he angered people who were just angry at the process yeah he, he brought, just won it's called winning he brought he, he bullied he, away he, he, he just he just won and, and the thing about it though but and what's really funny if you think about it, the reason that he that you knew that that uh way was gonna win is uh Oh, we just supposed to be in a song right now. <laughs> uh, oh, this was uh, everyone's using Mitt Romney Obama um, tactic uh, from the first debate. Um, but we'll be right back. Feel free to think freely. The way I feel about this election, who else? Who else? <laughs> Andy Menio featuring social media. Who? Not social media. Social club. There you go. Who else? Free thinkers radio. Reading. Hey. It happens. I was looking at y'all. <laughs> free thinkers radio. <laughs> Now we can go back to the talking about this whole Okay, so <laughs> What's up? Yeah. What's name? Yeah, it's just behind me and I was talking. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I wouldn't call everyone that's some people are just we love. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we still like. So I, I wouldn't call everybody that votes for you know what I'm saying. Everybody that's thinking about voting for everybody who's making an anti-Hillary vote isn't just vote, voting out of being poor or uneducated. Now I will say that. Yeah, I've actually not everybody. I, I, ne- I never say that, but yeah. what I am saying is the yeah. people who identify with Donald Trump based on polling, based on focus groups, have that sim. And I'm not oh, even yeah. calling them poor. Ma- I'm just saying they are. They represent a certain population, White a certain segment of the but, population, and and that group. I don't care who it is whether it's Donald Trump or little Larry on the corner they're going to be 40% of that people I don't care what happens they're going to be for that type candidate because they're just not into the political process maybe like some other people are but it's the slimy middle what I call the slimy middle and that's not a derogative term it's the slimy middle that means people who tend to go back and forth in elections we call them independents I call them the slimy middle those are the people who normally decide elections in the country because on the left you're going to have a certain segment of population who's going to vote democratic regardless you're going to the right you're going to have the same thing it's the people in the middle that tends to be the the breathtaker for elections in this country sound like a place where the church would be yep Hey, no, I, I ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> this, this is Lion the Street Deacon Hakuna Matata. Yeah, because yeah, to be honest, I mean that's that's really what you have to do. You're gonna have to, um, you, you're gonna have to win this vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, just because you know. Here's, here's the thing. I, now I will say I'm very disappointed at the fact that Hillary's running against Donald Trump. Yeah. I'm very, very disappointed. Yeah. You I'm be disappointed at, at all Republicans who let this happen. You should be disgusted. Now, I, I was, you know, I've, and I've heard some rumors and stuff. But um, but honestly, 
when you go from being Secretary of State to Commander in Chief, right? We expect you to have a certain, you know, the way that you handle the military has to be a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You just have, you just expect that, right? So, okay, explain because um, I will, I will say this: a lot of people who are tuning in right now, especially knowing that you're on here with us, and knowing that we don't, you know, we gonna, we gonna do this. Um, explain to people what, from. explain to people what Benghazi is. Benghazi was a, uh, a thing that happened. So it's a country. But Benghazi was a situation that happened in which Secretary Clinton was Secretary of State at the time. So, of course, people saw her as the overseas watcher, gatekeeper. Well, when you look back at what happened through the course of Benghazi, most people who are reasonable, who understand what happened, they will say that the Donald Trump talking point is wrong. She is not responsible for Benghazi. Man. I think it was the ambassador who failed to follow command in that situation. I mean, that, at least that, I wasn't there, but at least that's what most reports have been said. Now, the Republicans did a good job of trying to make that into political football. But here's the thing. Here's what happened. Here's the bottom line of what happened. When Kevin McCarthy, who's the majority leader in the Republican Congress, before he got ready to lose his vote to be Speaker of the United States, Okay. Before he got to be Speaker of the United States, this is serious. Yeah. Before he got to be Speaker, when he ran for Speaker, he didn't get the votes. He went to the media and talked about how this was just a stunt to pull down Hillary Clinton's numbers. They had no evidence that she was wrong for this Benghazi situation. So this was just a political stunt. They spent millions of tax dollars, your tax dollars and mine, going through all these hearings, and they still could not find nothing wrong. And that's why you don't hear them talk about it anymore. And truthfully, you don't hear more. You didn't hear most reasonable Republicans talking about it. Because trust me when I tell you, brother, if that if Benghazi was serious, just like if emails were serious, trust me when I tell you, Hillary Clinton. Oh, no, listen, no, she wouldn't. She would have been in jail by now. But there was nothing to it. That's why most reasonable Republicans, the Condi Rice, the Bushes, the people like that, even the people who are left over from the Nixon administration, you never hear them talk about Hillary Clinton and Benghazi because they know this is not serious. This is just a political issue that Republicans tried to play on the ignorance of people who don't normally pay attention. Okay, now the next thing is, uh, what is... Um I know what it is, but I'm trying to make sure there's some, there's some people who asked me some questions, and I'm like, okay, so I want to go back to Benghazi one second. Okay, there were family members of Benghazi. There were family. That's what, I, that's what I heard was the who got who mm. who lost their children, lost their family member. Mm. They took to the press, and they should have, and said, "Stop trying to blame Hillary Clinton for Benghazi. That's serious business." Mm -hmm. Right, because those are people. Regardless of what you and I think, those are the people who got to live every day without a loved one. If they took to the media and said, "Look, stop playing this game. Stop trying to tie her to Benghazi, saying she was responsible," to me, that gives that gives me full. Now, full, you, when full, you say when you say tied, now it's one thing to say she's not the major responsibility, ma ma but, responsible. but that ambassador, responsible. If she's the secretary of state, responsible. Yeah, but she, she's even tied. Though, even she's though, not, listen, she may not be majorly accountable, but she's listen, tied. What, right? what what we found Connected. in the hearings. Is that she did as the Secretary of State? She and her staff did everything they were supposed to do. Right. Now it was the people on the ground who did not follow. Just like if you told me, Antoine, you should not touch this mic right here because it will shock you. If mm -hmm. I choose to do something different, then I don't think I. You shouldn't be responsible if I You're choose. You're talking to about do military men, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They they didn't do what they need to do on the ground. And I, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think I'm downplaying what happened in Benghazi because I think that's serious business. But when you when you're in the military and you you hear mm -hmm. commands and you take commands, 
from my understanding, the ambassador was not supposed to leave that night. He was told to stay at the embassy and wasn't supposed to leave. He decided right. to do something different. So okay. So after now, twelve um, hours mm-hmm. of a hearing, or I think it was twelve, I think it was twelve hours of a hearing in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Nothing was found wrong. Right. Okay. So the next thing people ask about having to do with Hillary Clinton. The thing is, last week I asked, I said, well, so why not Hillary? What's the problem? Y'all remember that? Yeah. And yeah. most people can't tell you. They're just like, oh, yeah. well, we can't trust her. Yeah, she's a, a liar. Yeah. Right? And, and most people who call her a liar say, when you, when you say, why, why would you say she's a liar? They say, the email. <laughs> 33,000. Mm-hmm. Are they? That's I'm, a big number, though. Right? I mean, I guess it's not a lot if you're, in the, if you're the Secretary of State, but, but that's also, a big number. I've also heard this today because I was talking to, and these some white brothers of mine, um, very conservative in their ways. Three of, two of them are against Hillary. One of them said, I'm going to vote for Hillary because I refuse to see Trump in the office. But their reasons for being against Hillary are more of comments she made in 92 about black people being predators. But that was 92, you know. Super predators. Super predators, excuse me. Um the 36 what is 36,000 33,000 email? 33,000 emails yeah um, which I'm not gonna lie I don't understand the whole depth well, not, the not counting the Podesta emails which a couple of those came out we should read yeah I, I understand she deleted them but I don't I know that happens all to the time to a private server um, yeah. now I can see how that could be what is that, that, that I, can, I can see how that could be okay I'm, I'm getting ready to run for president I'm gonna get rid of these emails Right. Let, let's talk about emails. It's supposed to be, you, you supposed to be pretty harmless, right? Let, let's talk mm-hmm. about emails. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just talking about, sure. you know, we're going to address, okay, why, you know, what are people, what do people need to Google before they go to the vote? Sure. Because, uh, because at the end of the day, remember, this is a free thing is right. I'm going to tell you like this. Don't vote just because of what one person, because of what anybody said, including the candidates. Google. It's Google free. research. No, no, no. Google I, I, free I, I, research. I wouldn't even, you, you, I, no, no, no. Use the, that. You, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Hillary Clinton is not going to tell me who to vote for. I, I'm not, or, and I'm, neither, neither is Donald Trump. I'm not, neither is I'm anybody not saying else. She you see what I'm saying? But I think we got to be careful. When, we got to be careful when we say Google because the first article that popped up in Google is not always fact. You have mm-hmm. to have reliable sources when you Google. Right. You can Google anything. Well, we know what major papers are. Well, I mean, well, well, we're well, not going to listen to the Brett Wait, 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 wait. Like wait that, listen, right? brother. Listen. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Listen to me. This is serious. The root. So when I'm on social media, I see people post and repost things from websites that, that are so far left or to the right, they have no ounce of truth on them. So you can't assume right. that everybody understands the power of Google and looking through what's legitimate or not. Like, yeah. I think we make strong assumptions when we do that. Well, SEO, SEOs are real. We um, SEOs are real, but at the same time, there are publications that have been around long yeah. enough and are accountable to someone. And all that is also factual. Yeah, I don't know about your social you media, but I, I I watch some of the stuff that people post and repost and share. And most of the time, right. it's from sites that I wouldn't even share with my dog in the backyard because it's not credible. Well, go to go to go to our post and remember uh, what we said about that because we we are, we, are, we already tell our listeners that's that's not that's sure. not how we that's not how we roll around here. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, there there I, are I, major I, news. Um, there are major news publications and some of them are slanted and if you see one that's slanted you find the one that's slanted the other other way and you compare and contrast yeah because you have to make an informed vote an informed decision and so and so the thing about it okay so what are the, what do they need to look for uh, when it comes to the email situation it's like you just told us what to look for when it comes to Benghazi what do they need to look for in research when it comes to when it comes to Secretary Clinton emails emails right I, I think they should look at precedents because I think they're important now let me, let me just be clear she has apologized for her email. She apologized for setting up the server in her home. She's done that on multiple occasions. Yeah. She said mm-hmm. if she can do it again, she would not have done that. But what we also know 
as this is there's been a precedent for this meaning this happened before and let me tell you why on a government email server any government email you me junebug anybody else can go and what they call FOIA the emails right. freedom of information act you can FOIA emails and you can send a request and they can be sent to you you have the right to do that well there's certain class classified information if if and i'm using an example so i don't i know this on the world wide web so i don't want anybody to making assumptions mm-hmm. but if something is happening internationally and there's a, a watch for whatever reason or there's a heightened alert and it's, it's sent on an email server or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and you come along and you decide to forward emails I don't think that that's I don't think that's smart to have that accessible to everybody because everybody's not polished enough to understand foreign policy that's just, just norm, mm-hmm. normalcy one on one which is why Colin Powell Condoleezza Rice and a lot of other secretaries of state prior to Secretary Clinton had private emails, etc. I'm not justifying what she did. I'm not saying it was right because she was apologizing and said she was doing wrong. But if it was criminally wrong, she would have been charged right now. She's been investigated by the Republican FBI. She's been investigated by a whole no- a number of people and they hadn't found anything where she broke the law. And that's what it's all about. So there's a precedent. Okay. But, so they, so. They, they said it was a. But, but what, what, what was the the quote that the FBI director said? Said she may not be. What is it? Sophisticated enough or something? Is that is that what the I don't know what the quote said? was. Uh, the investigator made a quote about the fact that um you know it wasn't criminal. She just may not be sophisticated enough to understand some sometimes something like that. She technical suavia technical like savvy that? something like you know yeah. what I'm saying. The bottom that's line. The weird. bottom line. Uh, bottom line is it wasn't criminal. And, and and see here's the thing, the people. This is this is what I mean by doing research and homework. I'm, I'm gonna get to that, Andre. Keep going. The same, <laughs> the same people who brought these emails in Benghazi, but the same people who've been trying to sue or pursue allegations against the Clintons for over 20 years. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Over heard 20 that. years, I've and here, that. and here's the real deal. If you want to talk about emails, let's mm. talk about. See, oftentimes people want to point to Secretary Clinton, but they won't talk about the GOP. Let's look at the Bush administration. I think it was 35 some odd. Like None of them are running for president. It, it don't matter. They have served before, just like when she was served in office. Before they were talking about what she was serving before. This is after they've left the office or during their time from Romney to both Bushes, etc. These people have had deleted emails, so that is not some new thing, right? And I'm not justifying. So uh-huh. the same people who have been in hot pursuit of her, they won't look at themselves in the mirror when it comes to emails. And and here's the bottom line about emails: because they're not running for president. Don't matter. She wouldn't run for president then if you want to say that. You know, well at the at the time, I mean, when you talk about deleted emails, her reasoning was. Right, that she, well, was she was Secretary of State. Yeah, she was Secretary. State. But mm-hmm. but here's the other thing: she is running for president, and the fact that if it was an issue, she would have been in jail or she would have been charged, and she would not be running for president. If it was, that's hard criminal. to tell black people though. Right, and you know what? Well, because it's, because, it's because a lot of a lot of people have done things that we've seen on video and have not gone to jail. It's Just hard, because they're not in jail doesn't mean it's nothing hard. It's hard to tell people who don't want to understand. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to yeah, tell. Yeah, I mean, well, well now it's, that's, it's that, not, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The criminal justice system isn't isn't set up to the point where you can say, well, if they were really a criminal, they'd be in jail. It's, now, a whole lot of people it's, it's, are criminal. It's hard, it's hard to it's hard to tell people who want to make excuses and now, don't want to. And just like Donald Trump's not in jail for sexual assault, he's not. If somebody would have filed charges, they would. She would have been. So you see what I'm saying? I guarantee you had that girl known that video existed, <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet you things may have been different. So, the, um, especially get to um, Pastor Andre Bond's point here. Um, the reason that we bring that those type of things up and the reason you have to research those type of things is because we're worried about the honesty. Okay. We're worried about the honesty of Hillary Clinton because, you, because that's the um, that's the that's the Hillary 
that all the things that Hillary has has we know her to have a supposedly have a humanitarian foundation. Uh, even though what is it not 90% maybe 85% something like that is, is what the numbers say we'll, we'll, we'll have to fact check that too they haven't been received um, the, the, 85% that the, you know that doesn't go to the places they're supposed to that's what uh, fact, let's fact check that okay. that's not true yeah okay. I, that's not true that's, that's what I'm saying fact, 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 fact check that, all this because that's not true I've so, heard it but, 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 but it, either way either way it's a humanitarian organization right humanitarian organization the Clinton Foundation is a humanitarian organization rated one of the highest and most highest performing nonprofits. I heard them say that in this country I heard them say that in the debate in the other article though I oh that's no that's been fact check he's looking at me like I'm that's not fact check you can google the rating of the Clinton Foundation that's fact check now, um, sure. so with that being, so with, with with that being the case, though, you see what I'm saying? With with that being the case, that's a humanitarian organization. Now, when you're a commander in chief, you got more power than you did when you just had the Clinton Foundation. You see what I'm saying? Now, are you gonna do with that power what you say you're gonna do? Are you really? Are you gonna? Are you going to actually do the things you say you're gonna do? Just like, just like uh, Barack Obama had a lot of things that he really wanted to do, and of course, you know what I'm saying. You can say it's because the Congress didn't let him do this and didn't let him do that. He didn't do it. Bro, bro, listen, right? This, this so is, is Hillary really gonna put that effort forward? Or th- not? This is what people have to understand about politics, and oh, it's one thing to campaign on the issue. But it's another thing to how you govern. A campaign and govern is how you do. What you campaign on is what. You, oh, go go. Ahead. I'm sorry. What you campaign on is what you intend to do. How you govern may be a little bit different because of the circumstance may be allowed. Mm-hmm. Just like Trump said, his first day in office, he's going to appoint a special prosecutor to lock Hillary up. Right, but he's not going to do that. Well, well he, he won't just be said in office. For like, well, what I'm saying is he won't be in office. But what I'm telling you is he's campaigning on that. But how he governed, yeah, when, he no. get in, when he get in office, he don't know what crisis he may face on the first day. It could be a terrorist attack. It could be anything that happened which he got to govern. So mm. what you campaign on, what you go, there are a lot of things that President Obama campaigned on. How he has had to govern based on what he has faced since he's been in his office is different. Now, what I believe about Secretary Clinton is her track record. I believe she has a good enough track record when it comes to issues, particularly issues that matter to people that look like me and you and middle class people. And that's black and white. She has a track record of doing what is right. Is the 94 crime bill, is that part of that record? Bro, or is that I'm not? glad you brought the because I'm sick of it. Just, uh, just wondering. I, I'm sick of people talking of about the 94 crime bill. You know why? Because you crack. You ask about it. Well, you want well, us to no, vote no, for president. No, no, no. You Listen, bro, you're talking about the 94 crime bill under President Bill Clinton administration mm-hmm. the 94 count crime bill that the entire Democratic Congress voted for because mm-hmm. in that legislation they had the Violence Against Women Act and a number of other things that impacted the community so there was a compromise bill on the table and let's deal with what was happening in 94 crack was running rampant in the black community and so there was some type of legislation that was needed to do, to do what? To make sure it doesn't continue to run rampant just like I believe in my heart this next president will have to Sign some piece of legislation or propose some piece of, le- piece of legislation that would deal with the heroin that's running rampant in communities right now. And then guess what? 30 years from now, somebody's going to look back and say, that was so crazy for them to do that. That was so bad. But you got to deal with it now. And every piece of legislation, no, no legislation is perfect. That's why they're trying to edit and make changes to the ACA. But what, what happens over time is that you go back, you make changes. And you try to perfect the bill for the moment. That's called the legislative process. So I get sick and tired of, tired of people talking about the crime bill. If you if you wasn't selling crack, you don't have to worry about the crime bill. Hmm. So 
Yeah, about that. Well, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. If you, I will if you, say that. Hold on. If I have to you, be, you know um, if I if I can't you know, be real be with you, like, a lot of people were affected by that. Bill yeah, because that they were affected by it because they were doing wrong, bro. No, not all of them. Some of them were. I, I mean, the hand, the hand of one, hand of all was happening. Bro, all that, all yeah. that was happening, bro. I mean, bro, listen. You know, if Antoine C. Wright, I can only speak for me. But if I'm not doing anything that's in that arena, I ain't got to worry about being affected by a nine to four crime bill. But you, you can but disagree hold on, with me. I'm just but telling hold on. you. Well, I'm gonna say this, and I'm saying this from I'm talking. I was talking to middle aged white men sure. who said none of these policies affected my community. So these are middle aged white middle class white men who have seen cocaine, who have seen these things, and they didn't get affected the same way the crack bill got affected. Come on now. You telling me... I, listen, bro, I'm th- not telling... Because I'm saying this bill right here affected the urban community way harder than it affected any other it, community. It did, because guess where, the, guess where crack was running but, rampant at, bro? But if... Okay, so hold on. If my home Wait, down the street is selling... You said crack was only running rampant in black no, community? No, 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 no. <laughs> I did. I'm just, I'm no, not, my no, bad. No, no, no. I'm gonna say... You heard what you wanted. I did not say that. But I said that's where it was... That's where it was running rampant at that time. It was, but the that's ha- fact. But look yeah. at the Google look at that. That's no, fact. but look at the facts of how the hands of one law has affected many minority communities. Because if a man is walking down the street and a dude selling crack right here, if he get locked up, this dude going to jail too. And the whole non snitch, you look no snitch. That means both of them about to spend time. And he ain't do nothing, and this man did. Come on, you telling me this law is right? No, no. What I, I didn't tell you was right. What I what I told you was that at that time it was a compromised piece of legislation to try to limit what was happening at that particular time. I never said it was perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect piece of legislation. What I am telling you is, if it was bad, which I, I agree there were some parts that need to be dealt with, if it was bad and it was such a problem to a lot of people, ninety four to now, I don't know anybody that's put forth any policy changes to make changes to the crime bill. Now, I could be wrong, and I'm, but I think I'm pretty in tune. I don't know any black con- mm. congressional member, Senate, that has not, just like when people, and I, I don't want to get, I don't want to address that bill. And I, and I, I'm that, really that's, disappointed that, that's in that. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. very disappointed. That, that's the point I'm trying to make. So if mm. it was so bad and everybody has all these concerns and, and first which of all which is why we got to vote for congressmen and senators too but go ahead exactly <laughs> first of all furthermore all these people who are bringing up the 94 crime bill now I didn't hear any of them talk about this when, when we had an African American president on the ticket and they had a perfect opportunity on you know, a number of cases to say look President Obama we want you to deal with that we didn't we didn't hear him talk at about that it time, now that time cocaine wasn't the biggest issue right there it was a health issue it was it was health bill no what I'm saying was I'm the, saying we've had down, the down influx of the homing authority. So these were the things that was on the major things on the table at the moment. But bro, 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 what I'm telling you is we've had op- we've had ample opportunity to address this prior to today. So all of a sudden we got these crisis crusaders who want to find every reason they can to say, look, I don't want to be involved in this process. Blah blah blah. But where were they when they were the opportunities to address this? Where were they prior to now? I hadn't heard it. Just like the flag people, right? There were a lot of people, and I'm glad the flag came down. But prior to this year, there hadn't been not one piece. Of, I think it may have been one time where there was legislation to take the Confederate flag down. Mm-hmm. So we always tend to bulk up in the crisis, and everybody want to be a crisis crusader. But don't don't just do that when it's convenient. If you really care about the issue, care about the issue all the time. No, I that's, dig. That's I the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. And I don't see. I didn't see any. I'm no offense. I don't know y'all, but I didn't I see y'all why, talking about the crime man. bill. Do you see us talk about the crime? I haven't. Oh, yeah, you haven't been watching. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about prior to this election, bro. No, I mean, we, we've been on for a year. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've been talking about that since our, our very first episode prior was to, about that. Prior to this, like, like, we had had things to do with that. We should church I just, I just be involved said, in racial We've always been. That I way. just said I haven't heard. You. I'm not saying. You yeah, I, I get yeah. you. I get you. Okay. And that's what I was. That's where I was getting with my next question. I like um, to, to get uh, off the subject for two seconds. The um, what do you think really would get um, would be able to get more of these? Because because that's that wasn't the only flag. Uh, Movement, you see what I'm saying? When when it when it came down, and then the, and then and then the one the one that actually got it moved from the what from the state down to the, down there to were the, other yeah. movements, Bro. but they didn't get the they didn't get the awareness. Do you think it was just because of the shooting? Like just because Dylan Roof shot some people in the church Bro, is listen, the only reason. That, that's the only reason I feel like. Let me tell you why I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that because I ran. I was a part of the senior leadership team for the 2010 and 14 governor's race. Mm-hmm. Vincent Shaheen, my candidate for governor, stood at that state house with Bakari Sellers, had a press conference saying the flag need to come down. There were people who looked like me and you, and other people said, "Why are you doing that? That's stupid. You gonna lose this race. We don't need to do that. That flag ain't going nowhere. Well, that'll never come down." The current governor, who said, "There's no way that flag is coming down." So all of a sudden, nine people get killed in the church, and. And now it's a crisis to take the flag down because it's a symbol of hate. Where were those people prior to now? There well, were actually, people who. I would, I would almost say, really, it outraged enough billionaires. It outraged Google, it outraged eBay. You know what I'm saying? No, and let, that's let, when no, no, let me you started back. to see no, some no, actual progress. No, 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 no. Let me, I remember let me sitting you, in there. Let me, let me tell you because that, that, that situation, I represent the senator got killed. So I know that. I know those details very well. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened, what led to that flag coming down. Mm-hmm. Gail King. Thank God for her Interviewed Nikki Haley The next morning After the shooting And she said Did you know There were pictures Of this young man With a confederate flag Waving etc Did you know that If you remember The governor's face She looked like She saw a ghost She did not know that They did not know that So everybody started Scrambling Scrambling So then she Gail King asked the question Do you think That this confederate flag Had anything to do With that shooting she didn't answer the question They ended the interview So fast forward to tape A couple of days later Then there was a crisis And then every major news network Picked up the picture of Dylan Ruth And Confederate flags etc Then they found out he had I think from my understanding He had a flag when he went to that church So then that became an issue So that's what raised the question Minus those pictures being come out Listen that flag will still be at that stage I've seen I that, that flag questioned a lot though I understand what you're saying um, But I've seen that flag questioned a lot I've never, I haven't seen that movement happen Until uh, we started seeing corporate yeah. Start start to start to make start to make moves. Then all of a sudden, because because honestly, because actually from the time of the shooting all the way up until the flag coming down, yeah, we was like we was all out there for that man, red eyed, <laughs> red eyed man from Charleston to Columbia. But the thing about it was there wasn't really it wasn't you know. And then the pushback from it during the time it was being voted for was crazy. Um, you know what? Here's the th- here, here's the here's the here's the here's the next thing. What should we? And this is, a, this is a question for anybody anybody on the panel. So, what should we demand of our president? I, I would I would say with most of the things you um with most of the things that you when you're getting ready to vote for a president, what do you want from it? With anything in a, in a man's life, what do you expect to get out of it? You know what I'm saying? Or not? Yeah, in a woman's life. I'm sorry, Ebony. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, just been, it's been so much so much deep voices on this thing. I forgot you was up for that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know. So because of course you're gonna choose. Who you're gonna vote for based on what you expect out of them? I would think. I know a lot of people were nar- narcissistically because it's narcissistic society thought that it was gonna be uh, Afro power around here for vo- voting for for Barack. I'm like, you know, saying for people who didn't know, didn't understand what the president's yeah. role and actual job and power actually is. 
But um, in this situation, what would you demand of? What do you? What, what do you? As a surrogate, matter of fact. Brother, my, my, my brother, Mr. Um, what's na- what's name your event gonna be? <laughs> I'm not ashamed of I'm not ashamed of experience. What do you expect out of the next president? Whether it be Trump or Hillary or Johnson or Stein or uh, Ralph Nader ain't showing. What did Ralph Nader die? Where did Ralph Nader go? Uh, anyway, uh, Ross Perot. Uh, yeah, what what do you expect out of your next out of the next president? Man. Only thing is, I, I I could just say that a change. That that's the only thing I can say. So when you say a change, that means you're not happy with 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 the, the now, progress of things, or what is, how, why would you need to? Why would the first thing out of your mind be a change? Or I, I wouldn't say change. It is. It's so much, man. It's so much. Uh, Feel free to chime in on Facebook Live with that question right there. Yeah. We really need to because that that has that has to, it has to it has to affect your vote, right? Jay Will. Honestly, I want to see my neighbor doing better. Um, And what I mean by that is, so I am conservative in my beliefs, Mm -hmm. but from the standpoint, this isn't a conservative nation, this isn't a Christian nation. I think from the standpoint of, I know homosexuals. I don't agree with the lifestyle, but I want them to have the freedom to get married if they decide to get married. Now, at that same point, if a pastor decides he don't want to be the one that marries them, he should have that freedom too because it's supposed to be an equal opportunity country, is that right? Just a, is that just a freedom yeah. for the church? Is that, is that also involve bakeries and things or no? That should be a freedom... Non-profits, yes, it should be a freedom for non-profits. Businesses... So that, mean, that bakery was a for-profit business, right? Yeah, it was a for-profit business. So it would so be it's less legislated like, then. Yeah. So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about the standpoint of if I take away the Muslims' religious freedom, I'm also thinking about it's going to take away the church's freedom. Sooner or later, it's going to go down the line. So for me, it's just I want equal rights. So I'm looking at the president and say, I want you to make it better so each one of us have an equal seat at the table. Okay, um, that's kind of kind of off balance what they say because you know the president can't do too much. Right. They can't, but they can influence it. They can influence it as long as we have the right people in legislation. We have the right people in the cabinet. We have the right people sitting in the Senate. If the president has the right people around him, they can influence it. Well, with that, I mean, the base, the biggest thing is basically just being able to better our country. You know, who can run the who can run the country better? Whether it's Hillary, whether it's Donald, we know it's not Donald because that's that's a clown. Or whoever the other Whoever the other candidates are We want to make sure That the country is ran Correctly You know what I'm saying And then But then again We got to be Go out here and vote For those In the In, in the other areas in, in Congress We got to make sure That they are That they're ready to go in And, and support whoever Is At the top That's how I see it Ebony <laughs> I already told you. Tell me what. Before we even started. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Okay. So right, we're in segment five. Yeah, if y'all didn't know, we normally have segments. <laughs> Antoine, I think Mr. You Antoine Super has been has, right? has been a great guest. And um and the first thing we want to do, because we have to st- we, we need to interview. We need to do these interviews where we get rid of so. Brother, um, so what? Uh, other than other than um, being a democratic strategist, what else do you have? Uh, what else do you have going? Can I ask on? you a question first? What's that? Can I ask you a question first? What ask do you expect? 
You want to answer? Yeah, okay. yeah. Answer, answer the question. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so what I expect in the next leader of the free, the next leader of the leader of the free world, I expect them to be realistic in their expectations. I think the reason why there were so many people. Donald Trump motivated in the primary on the JOP side, and there's so many people, Bernie Sanders, motivated on the Democratic side in the primaries because these people felt left out and they felt like they didn't have a voice. And that's because, and I love the president. Listen, I'm a big fan of Barack Obama, but I think he gave some people some unrealistic expectations because he didn't know what he was going to face when he went in office. Mm -hmm. That's why I appreciate steady, consistent, and real leadership in Secretary Clinton because she's not out here promising a bill of goods. She's not out here talking about things that she knows she can't do. And she's made it very clear about her agenda and the things she has put forth. Mm-hmm. It's going to require her working with a Congress, whether it be Democrat or Republican Congress, to get it done. I love the fact that she says, look, we got to deal with climate change. I love the fact that she says we got to deal with criminal justice reform in a real way. And not just do it in a small way mm-hmm. so that we can check a box. Is uh, that federal reg- regulated, by the way? Just ask. Criminal justice reform? Some of right. it is. Some of it is. Yeah, some of it some is of and some of it is some of the state. I love the fact that she's saying, look, we got to raise wages in this country. Something the Republicans have not talked about. I love the fact that she is very serious about terrorism abroad, at home, and cyber terrorism. The next president are going to have tremendous, tremendous pressure on them to deal with terrorism. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that she's talking about an economic plan that will strengthen the middle class. Through that t- will strengthen tax, that was tax, um, through redoing right? our tax system to making people who make more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year make them pay their fair share. I love the fact she's talking about that. I love the fact that she's talking about making serious investments in historical black colleges and universities because those are the people tra- traditionally that have been left out of the table when it came to education investments. Now, a question, a question about what you just said, though, because because um, the rhetoric of making the wealthy pay more, pay their fair share, uh, that was Obama's second term, Obama's first term. I even remember hearing, um, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think George W. Uh, no, I think George W. on his first one said that he was going to do something, but he didn't, he didn't attack it in the way that normally like Democrats. Are. But is that at this point with so many presidents having said that they can do that and not is that you know what I'm saying would that still be realistic? It, 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 it can be done realistically. One, if she's got the right people at the table on both sides, it's going to it's a bipartisan thing. And one, it's got to be packaging a deal in which there's more than one thing. You can't just say, "Look, we're going to deal with tax reform." Tax mm-hmm. reform's got to come in some type of package deal, like every other major piece of legislation in this country. That's going to deal with reshaping the tax form as well as the economy, the wages, and everything else. So it's going to take a package deal to do it. Can it be done? Absolutely. The question will be, who was your secret man crush? Wake mm-hmm. up. All new Ellen, the voices Adam Levine. Let's talk about this rumor of you performing at halftime. What the hell are you talking about? Ellen, today at 3 on NBC4. It's 4 o'clock. So much has happened during the day. It's hard to keep up. That's why News 4 at 4 is working for you first. Pat Lawson, Muse, and Leon Harris break it all down, along with the Storm Team 4 forecast from Doug Cameron. Join us for News 4. First at 4. We'll be on and working for you.